Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. I'm your host, Eric Sassman. Of course, we have the Disney dentist with us, Dr. Doug. And Doug, I hope you are hungry because we are doing one major listener question tonight. And that is, what is our favorite dining options? Yeah, it's our top 10 dining experiences table service edition. And real quick, why don't you explain table service versus quick service really quickly for those who don't know. So... At Disney, there's table service and counter service, or quick service, as it's also known as. Uh, Table service is where you get seated at a table, and a waiter comes and gets you and brings you things, and or a buffet. It's where all the character meals are located in that type of category. So we're talking about sit-down restaurants, um, not where you stand at a counter and get your burger and fries. That would be counter service. So table service today only. So these are our top ten and that we have been to, that you or I, not both of us, either you or I have been to. That's right. So there's a lot of good ones on this list. Uh, the most interesting, I think, about this show is it's more, it's not just, it's going to be food, experience, uh, family, atmosphere, just the whole nine yards, how we uh, interacted with it. And, uh, you know, I think a great I, way, what? I think a good thing, too, is the repeatability if that's a word, repeatability. Oh, makes sense. I get yeah. it. You like go back. Something like you don't just like you do it once. And you're like, eh, okay. Like these are places. They're all places that I could go back to. Mm-hmm. And at a place where you have hundreds of dining options, it's pretty impressive to find places that you're willing to go back to. I agree. I, everyone that I'm going to mention, I definitely would love to go back to. I know, let's get the, the first one on the list because we're talking about families, we're talking about theme. This might be the only one you might not go back to now that your kids are a little bit older. But number 10 on the list is Chef Mickey's. That's right. Chef Mickey's lo- located at the Contemporary Resort just outside of the Magic Kingdom. Um, Derek, what makes this a top 10 dining experience for your family? Well, I do have the two toddlers, uh, and this is a great way to knock out a bunch of characters, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, Pluto, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of people go to it. It's it's very popular. It's Reservations are always full, and so we went for a breakfast, uh, get the day started kind of thing. We enjoyed it. Like I said, the best thing about character breakfasts is then you're not waiting in line for characters at the park. But it's one of those Disney property restaurants that I feel every family with young kids needs to experience one time. Because maybe I won't, I didn't love it as much, but living kind of vicariously through my children and how much they loved it is what really makes this stand out as a top 10 uh, sit down restaurant. Yeah. And, you know, it's a stone's throw from the Magic Kingdom. You can walk over, and it's the only dining option where you get the Fab Five all together. Um, you never see them all in one place anywhere else on property. So that is very unique. Um, and it also serves breakfast, brunch, or lunch, and dinner. So you can eat there all day long. And the beauty of that is you can work it into your schedule um, any way you want to, what works best for your family. And like you said, with the younger kids, it's a must. We've done it several times with our our family and uh you know we've outgrown the food a little bit there i think uh when we go to disney we're looking for a little more from the food side of it that's where chef mickey's might fall a little bit short if you're a foodie a disney buffet is not for you it's uh it's not gonna win any awards the food though is good you're definitely not gonna leave hungry i love mickey lots of desserts yeah, Mickey waffles at breakfast are tough to beat. Mm-hmm. You know, breakfast 
really culinary wise i don't know there's not a huge difference between the buffet breakfast and real fine dining breakfast to me at least with what i get so breakfast is not as big a deal but dinner um you know there's a carving station is very typical everything's fairly typical there's some mashed potatoes the garlic butter mashed potatoes i think that are the the good thing that's what i remember really liking but uh yes it is a disney buffet but you get the fab five which makes it a top 10 all right well let's keep moving on through the list since we got a bunch more to get through but we are going to journey for our number nine to epcot in the japan pavilion with teppan ito yeah it's a this was one that i really like a lot we've eaten there a couple times we actually went there for alden's fifth birthday um a lot of people think if you're going to be at disney world for a kid turning five as a japanese restaurant is probably not where you take them but he loves his steak and his meat so he really enjoyed watching the food get cooked right in front of him the chefs are really entertaining with the little onion volcano and you know calling the shrimp sebastian and all that sort of stuff and the food is good um you've eaten there with your family correct there uh, or with your no, wife just my wife we ate there on our honeymoon and i just love the extra special treatment they gave us a free dessert had a little congratulations happy honeymoon thing on there uh like you said the food was amazing if you like uh, you know japanese cooking that you know there's restaurants in almost every major city it's like that but better so mm-hmm. yeah we have something similar uh i mean even in the midwest a lot of people think we don't have things. Omaha has restaurants very similar um, where they're cooking on the table in front of you. But the Disney side of it, it pluses it up just a little bit, a little more kid-friendly. Um, Samantha, who basically eats mac and cheese for every meal, even ate her whole plate of noodles with the cabbage and the carrots and, and the... Um, zucchini i think that's cooked in there she ate it all we looked over like what on earth happened to samantha's food did she feed it to the dog is there a dog now nope nope she ate it no dogs in epcot so it was pretty amazing just helper monkeys but uh she uh ate it all our pickiest eater so see this is a restaurant that a lot of people shy away from they're scared of the internationalness of it the foreignness of it the, the you're using chopsticks if samantha can eat it Anyone can eat it. It's steak, chicken, and shrimp, uh, and lots of other options. You can get crazy and get sushi and all kinds of stuff, but just getting the main the main dishes they cook it there is really good. It's also um, family style seating a little bit. There are tables of eight, so unless you are a party of eight, you will make some new friends. Our last time sitting there, we sat with two um, younger cast members that were off that day and they went there just to have a special lunch and uh so we got to talk to them a little bit about working at disney and their one was a former college program person that stuck around and um the other one was from japan so she talked to our chef in japanese some which kind of left the other seven of us going like huh what but uh, we learned a few japanese words then because of that and the kids had a lot of fun and they learned some little secrets about peter pan's the the attraction because that's where those cast members work currently so you get to meet people which i like that actually it seems like every time we go we meet uh cast members who are going on their day off which always just makes it more magical for me and you know the restaurants the cast members frequent that's a sign that the food is good yep that that's a sign you're in the right place they're probably not going to our number 10, Chef Mickey's. Probably not. They might take, like, guests there, but uh, they're not going there just on their off day. But Tepan, they're hitting that up. That's a really good sign. All right. Well, let's keep going through the list, and we're going to stay in Epcot and go over to the Italian – the it, sorry, Italian – Italy Pavilion at Via Napoli. Mm. And I haven't eaten yes. there. I know you have. I've been wanting to, so I, tell me why there I should. Someday. I will. You'll get there. It's a great place for families. So um, it actually can be one of the more economical places to eat. You look at the price of a large pizza and you're kind of like, oh, man. But when you start breaking it down, like our family of five can share it when and everybody goes away hung, not hungry. 
It's a really good sign. Uh, they have lots of specialty pizzas. They cook them in uh, these three big ovens named after the three active volcanoes in Italy. And if my children were here right now, they could tell me the names of them all. I just know Vesuvius. But uh, it's really cool watching them get cooked. The kids will go over there. They kind of have a show kitchen, so you can watch them toss the dough and do all of that. They actually import all the water from Italy from Naples, which is where pizza was invented, to make traditional Napoleon Naples, I can't say, from, you know, Naples pizza. Um, so it's very, very good. Our family likes it. There's, it is owned and operated by an outside company. It's not ran by Disney, but you would never know that unless you heard that just now. And there's also one at Downtown Disney in California, and we've eaten there multiple times as well, and it is uh, virtually the same experience. Great food. You'll love it, Derek. Oh, I know I will. I just got to get to it, but as you're going to see from our list, there's a lot of places in Epcot to eat at, and when you only Mm -hmm. spend one day at the park or or half day at Epcot, you only get to choose one or two places. So uh, what we chose this last time, instead of Via Nepali, we chose our number seven thing on the list, which is in the Norway Pavilion, and that is Akershus. Now, what was it that made you choose that restaurant, Derek? I knew you were going to ask that. Akershus is the princess dining, uh, one of two places at Walt Disney. Oh, no, that's not true anymore. One of a few places you knew princess dining. There's about four princesses now. Yeah, I was thinking about that. In in the parks. uh, Okay. In the park, Cinder- yes, yes, Cinderella, Cinderella and, and so table. which is two and points versus the one point. Anyway, off yes, topic. The two, slightly, this is the big that's a big part of the topic. This is one credit. Cinderella's royal table is two credits. So if you're on the dining plan, Akers's is a great option. Which is so why we chose it. Yeah. Yes, and uh, you know it was great. We had Ariel, we had Belle, we had Cinderella, Snow White. All come to our table. My daughter got to wear a fancy princess dress, and then they had a royal march through the restaurant where they did waves and everything. Uh, the food was Norwegian food. It was pretty good. Um, there's a lot of seafood I didn't eat, uh, but my wife, I know, loved it, and my kids ate most everything that was put in their plate, too. And at the end, there's a really good dessert that involves some chocolate mousse. So what did you eat if you didn't eat the seafood options, Derek? You know what's terrible is I, I can't remember. I, there's a there's a steak, a beef. A beef a carving thing. station sort of thing? No, no. They actually brought... Oh, it was family style, fam- right? It, no, well, you did the buffet for the appetizers. And okay. so I ate a lot of cheeses and breads. And then they brought your dish to you. And I can't remember. I'll have to look it up. But I, I got the, the steak, whatever okay. the beef the beef was. The- the beefy option. Yes. Yeah. My Nebraska-ness came out, and I was like, I'll just take the beef. Yeah. Eat, eat what you want there. And I've only done breakfast there, and uh, they serve it. The, yeah, kind of like the the uh, continental-type stuff is on the buffet, the cold items and bread and that sort of stuff. But they bring you uh, like a family-style dish with an egg bake. And that was really good, like real cheesy um, I really enjoyed that egg bake. Um, it's a lot like my mother, so I don't know if she's Norwegian somewhere or where her recipe came from, but it was a lot like my mother's egg bake that she'll make on holidays. So, um, it was really good. We've always liked their breakfast. The last time my family went there, I did not go with them. Alden and I, we let the girls go to Akersh's and we went to a restaurant we'll talk about in a little bit. Ooh, no spoilers, no spoilers. Well, all right, well, let's get out of Epcot for a little bit, and we're going to move for our number six option over to the studios, and that is at Hollywood and Vine. Of course, another character meal that I said that uh, I wanted to put on the list. Yeah, so this character meal changes from breakfast and lunch to dinner. Dinner is much different. Um, dinner is more the type of character meal that we're doing right now, right? Um, with the ages of my kids being 11, nine and seven, that's Mickey's, or sorry, Minnie's, Minnie's Hollywood yep. dine. And so you get Minnie and you don't quite get the fab five. I think the chipmunks are in there, Donald and Daisy, uh, Minnie and Mickey. So there's no Pluto if I'm remembering right. It may change seasonally, but the outfits change seasonally. So right now, 
they're in their like spring attire and then they'll be in patriotic stuff around 4th of July and they'll be in Christmas clothing around Christmas. So it's seasonal dress, um, food, very similar to what you get at lunch, but at lunch and breakfast, why don't you tell us what kind of character and what happening there? Well, I think there's some news because uh, when we went, the lunch was the Disney Junior Play and Dine, but mm-hmm. I think that is now officially only at breakfast. Mm. So is they, that switched already? That's kind of sad if it has. I I'm not up to speed on I, my Disney Junior. Well, and I only re- looked that up the other day for one of our listeners, Christina, who was asking me about it. And so, uh, if you're listening, yeah, I looked it up, and yeah, is Disney Junior's only at breakfast, which uh, we would still definitely go to. But uh, we got Disney Junior for lunch. It was a uh, buffet style, really great food. Same food that's still going on now. But the thing that I loved about going for Disney Junior is because my kids, when we went, were two and four. Perfect Disney Junior age. And, you know, you got to see Jake and Sophia and Handy Mandy. And they came around. They didn't just do autographs and everything. They had a big old dance party. So it was almost like my wife and I got a little bit of a mini date. My kids are off dancing and we're able to watch and just sit and eat as well. So it really worked out for us there. And probably out of all the lists, one of the most fun I have had in a Disney dining experience. Once again, living vicariously through my kids. Yeah, so the the play and dine thing changes September fourth, twenty seventeen. So oh, okay. if you're so, listening okay. to this, um, depending on when you're listening to it, it switches to where play and dine will only be breakfast beginning September fourth. After that, then it is Minnie's seasonal dine, and uh, Minnie's is really fun. So say you have a lunch uh, reservation already. Um, I wouldn't really stress out too much about it um, because Minis is really great. You get the, so in the summer they have a list here what they'll actually be. So in the springtime you get springtime attire until June fourth, and after that you get um, summertime dine, which is head to Hollywood and Vine for beach inspired bash celebrating the sizzle of summer, and then after that it's Halloween until mid-November and then you get Christmas ramps up in November so that's kind of where they're at and in the winter it was which is already over fortunately is uh, the silver screen so the glitz and glamour of Tinseltown's finest so food there you know I've enjoyed the food it's got a wide variety for a buffet one of my favorite things though is the fact that they have soft serve ice cream I know it's not that glamorous or great or wonderful. It's fairly inexpensive for them to do, but there's something a lot of fun about making your own little soft serve sundae or getting two chocolate chip cookies and making your own ice cream sandwich, even if it is a huge mess. When we went, they had the uh, chocolate-covered strawberries, and so I ate like probably 14 of those guys. Yeah, they they have some um, on their dessert. When we did this at Thanksgiving time, um, which we were there on Thanksgiving, and they were in Christmas attire. I was kind of hoping they'd be in Thanksgiving stuff. That would be amazing. On Thanksgiving, right? But no, Thanksgiving doesn't exist. Um, but uh, so about half the desserts I could not eat due to allergies. So I just stuck with my soft serve ice cream and chocolate chip cookies. The, the irony of that is I can't eat ice cream. So we'll work out just fine when we, we do all these rest. We can eat, trade. I'll eat. Yeah, vice we'll sh- We'll be fine. It's going to be great, yep. Get the sampler and we each get our half. Well, speaking of half, we are halfway through our list. and Oh, man. I know, good transition right there. (sighs) Yeah. I know. So now we're moving into the top five, and coming in at number five is the 50s primetime, one I haven't been to, but you have. So tell me a little bit about it. I've been a couple times. So this is the restaurant I alluded to earlier when we were talking about Alden and I skipping Akershes. And one little thing about Akershes, it's located in essentially frozen land of Norway, right? Frozen all around you, but you do not meet the frozen characters. Just a little disclaimer to jump back to that. Since we left the girls behind, and that's in Epcot. 50s primetime is in Hollywood Studios. So we walked over to Hollywood Studios while they were eating, and then they came over and joined us later, just the logistics of it. But 50s primetime is set in the 50s. You sit down at Grandma's kitchen table. 
Uh, there's black and white TVs, a lot of knickknacks on the shelf. It honestly looks like my grandma's house did when I was really little, you know, before she updated anything, like just the way everything is. It takes you back. And if it doesn't take you back to a time, it, at least that's what your parents would go back to, right? If if it doesn't look familiar to you, then you're obviously too young. And I'm, I'm sorry you missed out on it. But, uh, you know, you got the black and white TVs playing some old shows and comfort food. Fried chicken, chicken pot pies, uh, meatloaf, and huge portions. This is a place where you could share food if you wanted to. I don't know if I'd be brave enough to share food because the other thing that happens here is the waiters and waitresses are hilarious and they will harass you. Um, they'll make you finish your vegetables. They'll make you clean your plate. Um, if you have your elbows on the table, they will let you know. Um, they won't let you look at your cell phone. They'll tell you it's family time. Put that away. Love that. They like Michelle kept texting me like they were, we're done at Akers's. We're headed to walk over and we're like finishing up lunch and she's like, I could tell she's getting mad. I haven't responded. So I had to like look around for where our waitress was at, pull my phone out. Can't text. Waitress is yelling at me. Bye. You know, she's, it, it was great. And Don't you have an Apple watch? You can just talk into your Apple watch. Um, I did not. Yeah, yeah, I did. Why didn't I do that? I don't know. It might have been dead by that point in the day. I I failed to charge it one night. That might have been the night. But, yeah, so Alden, you know, he would laugh every time I got yelled at for my cell phone. The table next to us, like the adults at it, were not figuring it out. They thought, like, they are just harassing the kids about it. And, like, finally, like, the waitress, like, grabbed the dad's cell phone, put it in her little pocket, like, nope, you get it back after we're done ordering. Like, seriously, you're putting the phones away, which is awesome. I, I love that. I wonder how the, the, uh, the tip. Yeah, I wonder how tips go if, for people who may they, might not know that. When you check in, they do warn you. They tell you, and you have the option to, like, say, no, we just want normal service. But Where's some the people fun may in that? Not, yeah, exactly. You're at Disney World, right? Um, so Alden kept like sticking one elbow on the table. Like she see her coming, like he put his elbow on the table. And one time she was, he was sitting there with both elbows. We're like totally done. Just sitting there waiting for the, the girls to get to Hollywood studios. It was hot out. We wanted to sit in the AC and he's got both elbows up on the table and he's looking around, smiling, smiling, like waiting for her to come. And she had gone around a different way. I saw her coming behind him and she just like bapped him on top of the head with a bunch of menus he had no idea it was coming it was hilarious you know some parents may not like that i thought it was wonderful um dessert wise they have some great desserts but they also have amazing milkshakes um so we both got chocolate shakes for our dessert and it's the type where they bring you the cup of the shake plus the metal cup that they make it in like it's a real milkshake and Alden couldn't finish his, and they're so big and so good. I didn't even have a chance to try to finish his after finishing mine. And their signature shake is the peanut butter and jelly. And I'll be honest, I'm gonna just stick with the chocolate because I love it. But I love Fifties Prime Time. If you can't tell by my rambling and excitement, I like this restaurant a lot. Yet so it only came. Why, yet it only came in at number five. Ah, we true. still have four more I, restaurants to go. You know, we've been doing this a little while now, Derek, and we really haven't talked much food. And I've just been ready to to cut into the the stake of the matter. I guess I don't know. I was trying to make a. I know. I, 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 I well, and I got you know, you're trying to make a transition because uh, I tried. You've been doing you good. Tried. I just failed. We're gonna get some more butter on the roll. Let's speaking, go. Speaking speaking of steak, steak, going into our number four which is actually the number one place I want to eat is Le Cellier in Epcot, the Canadian Pavilion. This has been number one on my list for about a decade, but I have a one rule thing and we got to do it on a date night. And at mm-hmm. our honeymoon, it was it was booked. And yeah, so, this is a 180 this is, day. Yep. We're getting into that 180 day territory. 
50s, you can sneak in a little later and get that. Hollywood Vine, you can sneak in and get that. Le Cellier, good luck. I even right. tr- I've tried for fun, like on our trip, like even if I can find a two thirty and it's still booked up. Yeah, and you know sometimes you can find them. You want to check, you know, in that twenty four hours before because the cancellation policy is twenty four hours. So check forty eight to twenty four hours before you're looking, and you can have some success when you're down there. That's one of the great things about the app. However, oh man, once I have this book, I'm not gonna let go. I've done it as a date night. We have not taken our kids there. It is intimate. It is tiny. You are in a cellar, essentially. And it is, it is pricey, too. It it's, is a, it's two credits on the dining plan. And, you know, you're talking the 50 to $60 for a steak. But these are premium cuts of meat. They are not cheap. This is not the steak you get at the ABC commissary. This is, this is the good stuff. And it's, you know, a steak on top of risotto with a asparagus something something with a reduction of caramelized raspberry. I mean, the, the descriptions are fancy and they do change. Uh, there's also some soup options there. There's a, a cheese soup that is really good. Um, it's amazing. But Michelle wanted to make me to make sure I mentioned the intimacy of the restaurant it's small it's compact that's but you don't feel like you're sitting on top of each other which is another important thing some places they cram you in but the cellier is just right for a steakhouse it is perfect uh we didn't take our kids in the past you know our kids are to the point where we could take them i think they have eaten at enough nice places especially with the cruise line dining kind of training them on how to be that's one great thing about the longer cruises. By the end of it, your kids know how to behave with fine dining, right? And so Le Cellier, I think our kids could do it. Claire, I mean, the thing about that is you can take kids to any of these restaurants. But I wouldn't want to take my child and have it ruin somebody else's date night for their honeymoon. Exactly. That, they've been looking yep. forward to that you're doing 60, spending $60 a meal on. Yeah, I don't want to ruin it with anybody else's experience. Say Claire decides tonight's the night to just combust. Um, Alden would love it because he would get a steak. But uh, Samantha and Claire, they'd still eat mac and cheese. So eh, nope. why take them there, right? Leave them at the, uh, at the club, at the beach club, and walk on into Canada and enjoy a nice steak. That will be what we're going to end up having to do here uh, sometime in the future, hopefully. Like I said, it's been number one on my list for a long time. So It's really good. I know. It is. I'm and I'm picky about my steak. Um, I'm not a big fan of, like, just steaks in general. I got to have the right steak. And they do it right. Okay. It right. Well, now I want to grill you one of my famous steaks to see if... Uh, awesome. So, all right, all right, let's move I'm on. Hungry. I'm really hungry now, Derek. It's, oh, I need a steak now. Good steak. Well, good thing we live in the Midwest where there's plenty of steakhouses, just not as good as Le Cellier. But, no. Uh, but uh, we're going to stay in Epcot for our number three. A lot on Epcot. I think that's a, a big thing. If, you, uh, if you're if you going to Epcot, plan on eating and plan on spending some time uh, checking some different restaurants out. And it's one reason why if... You follow along on social media, like on our trips, you might notice that we hop a lot. One of the reasons we hop is we might rope drop at the Magic Kingdom and be like, eh, I don't want to eat here. Then we hop to Epcot for dinner, and then we may hop to the studios for fireworks because Star Wars fireworks after all. So that's one reason a hopper is great is so that you can experience the better dining Disney has to offer. Mm-hmm. Just a little little ad for getting a hopper all right well the number three number three on our list final three and this is in epcot the garden grill oh yeah this is a good one we're back to character meals Mm -hmm. how about that this is a character meal that um i would be comfortable going to with just michelle and i think that's i don't know if that's weird to say out loud or not but this is one that i could see us going to without kids and definitely going to with kids. It's located in the Land Pavilion, and it spins. You do about a rotation every hour. 
So you get to look down into the Living with the Land ride for a little bit, and uh, you get to look out into the big open-airness of the land pavilion in the middle for a lot of it, too. Um, the characters you get, though, is Farmer Mickey and Pluto and then Chip and Dale, and they can be hilarious sometimes. They'll steal your kids' hats. They'll do all kinds of nonsense, which is why I think it can work with a more mature crowd. I think those characters do. Um, my wife, though, she likes getting characters in different outfits. So that's one thing that you get with the different dining options is you get Farmer Mickey. Um, I don't know how exciting Farmer Mickey is, but it's fairly exciting. But it's served family style, so you don't have to get up out of your seat. Um I like to avoid the buffets because I'm lazy, and I walk enough in the parks. Am I right, Derek? That's walk true. Yeah, only, only I always say only at Disney can you walk 13 miles and still gain weight, and that's a lot of the reason why these top 10, you know, are there. You know, you uh-huh. eat, you yeah. eat really well. They're you sometimes they're, they're they're pricey, but you will eat your food. And they're using real butter. Let's be honest. They're um, the bread service at Garden Grill is really good. It's like a a honey butter type thing that our kids just devour it. And we usually have to ask for more rolls. Like as soon as they set them down, I think the last time we're like, can we just have another set of, of bread and butter? And the guy looks at us like, um, I sure. So it's all you can eat family style. Don't be afraid to ask for more. Um, then you get a platter with usually a fish and Turkey and some sort of beef combination. It does change throughout the year depending on the type of fish that's in season and that sort of stuff. The salad that you get is from the land pavilion that's grown right there. So fresh lettuce might have been in the shape of a Mickey head at one time. Um, You might have seen it when you were riding around a few days before. So uh, it is fresh. And uh, the dessert is a cobbler sort of thing that's really good too um food there so the reason this one's higher on the list for a character meal than the others for me is because the food here is good if you're looking for a good meal and characters this this one's tough to beat because you get both the food side and the character side i'll have to add that to my list of character dining that we uh slowly are doing them all so uh we have not it's in Epcot, so I mean, how many days are you going to spend in yeah. Epcot on a typical trip? So it does. It takes years to get to all these. I mean, of our list so far, what we're to number three, and we got one, two, three, four, five Epcot out of out of seven, eight, eight of them. So that's Epcot heavy. And I don't think we set out for it to be that way. It's just when you really start thinking no, about No, because, yeah, I even had one on my list that didn't even make the top 10. That's in Epcot. Yeah. yeah would that be uh, San Angel Inn? Yeah, that's that's definitely yeah, one it, of my uh, – that that's in my own personal top 10 before we started mixing them. And that, I guess that could be our honorable mention in there. But uh, Yeah. So there's, there's so many places to eat in Epcot. Yeah. So – you can't go wrong in Epcot, but if you want some characters or say you have boys and you don't want to eat at Akershus, this is a great one for mm-hmm. boys or um, families with boys and girls. And say there are some boys that are just flat out opposed to princesses. And a lot of boys are okay with princesses, you know, um, but uh, this is a great option and you get good food to eat. I think that's the big key. And that's what sets it apart. And it spins. And you see into a ride. And you get food from down, like actually grown there. So th- that's a lot of ands. And they add up. And that's why it's so high on our list. But it's not the highest. We still have two more restaurants to go. The final two. And so we are going to move on to back to the Magic Kingdom. Actually, I don't even know if we've been to the Magic only Kingdom. Only time we've been there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're going to the only. Magic Kingdom. To one of the newest pro- or restaurants on property, and that, of course, is Be Our Guest. I would have this even personally at number one, but uh, it made it as number two in our debate. Uh, but it's it's definitely an amazing meal and a lot of fun. This one is one you want to book 180 days. Yeah, and actually that 180 days is really hard to get. This is a 180 plus 10 type of place. So how that works 
if you have a resort reservation, say you're there for five days, right? You can start making reservations 180 days from the day you check in. So that means you get 180 plus five. Your best option for getting Be Our Guest would be going your last day of your trip. The closer to your first day of the trip, the sketchier it gets on getting it, especially for groups larger than four or two. Um, uh, so if you're trying to go there the first day of your trip or the second day of your trip, good luck. Probably not going to happen. If it does happen, you, that's amazing. It's a miracle. It worked out. Um, usually day four or five, I know, is where um, Michelle has a lot of success getting Be Our Guest for people for dinner. So this one has all three different phases, uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, that are very different. Um, so dinner is table service, and we're talking about table service. Breakfast is table service, but lunch is counter service, right? So, But you still need a reservation for it, so it's kind of like table service, but it's not when it comes to credits. But you s- still got to book really early. So dinner, let's talk about that. The steak is really good. It's French food. You can get the gray stuff. Um, it's good all around. It's it's high-end dining, but only one credit on the dining plan. So it's as expensive as you can get without it being two credits, which is really nice uh, use of a dining credit. Um, I really liked it. Michelle really liked it. She... I did not have it nearly as high as Derek or um, we actually let Michelle mediate our two opinions to come up with this final list. So um, she told me I was crazy on having some other things ahead of it where Derek has it at number one. So um, it's really good. And Derek's on breakfast. So tell us a little about breakfast. We got lucky. I, I don't know how even when Michelle was able to work with me on getting it booked, we got lucky. Uh, we were going in February, a little bit slower time of year. I think mm-hmm. I, I remember how many days out we were, but we were less than 180 days for sure. Uh, and it just, I think someone just dropped, and we were able to pick up the breakfast in the zero hour, and it, you know it was really good. I I can't remember exactly what I ate, but it was just the theming. Uh, I know the food was good, mm-hmm. but the theming is what sets it apart. And you know what's funny is. People think, wow, if this is booking out uh, 180 days in advance, this must be Le Cellier, a small restaurant. It's by no means small. It's huge. It's, it's huge. It's just everyone wants to eat there. And now with the new movie coming out, everyone wants to eat there again. It's a restaurant mm-hmm. that people love to go back to. I, I want to go back. You mentioned dinner. It's uh, one that I want to do dinner at sometime. Yeah. I, we haven't eaten breakfast, but we've done lunch and dinner the one thing that confuses a lot of people is they think they're going to meet Belle at dinner. I still they think, think they it's should. Character yep. I still think, I think they should. They have a little spot. They, they have a little spot right there. It would have been perfect. You know, you meet Beast after you're done eating. You can get your photo with Beast. He doesn't come around to the tables because, well, frankly, he's gigantic. So it wouldn't work. But um, And by the way, it's, you the know, car- it's the cartoon version Beast, not the movie yes. version. Yep. Well, maybe it will change. But uh, – yeah, so you meet Beast at the end, and a lot of people think they're going to get Belle. So you have this really wonderful dinner, and then there's disappointed children. But the theming, everything's amazing. When we talk about experience, this is a place that has it all. The food, the theming, the wait staff, just and a character kind of at the end, but not the one you expect. I, I mean, it's got, it's got everything. It uh, works for little kids to adults on their own. No age groups left out. You know, some of these other restaurants like that aren't on our list, like it's great just for adults or, man, I'd never go there without my kids type of places where these top ones, you know, you can do no matter what type of age group you are or party you're with. Yep. It's, oh man, it's a good one. So if you haven't gone or you're thinking about it, Definitely make sure you book this as fast as you can. Look it up. And if you, it's one of those, if you can only find a 2.30, well, you're going to eat lunch at 2.30. Uh-huh. And, you know, if it's something that if you don't get dinner at Be Our Guest in the Magic Kingdom, your other options in the Magic Kingdom, they're definitely a not Be Our Guest. But there are some other decent options. But just to segue into our next one, you don't always have to stay in the Magic Kingdom to eat at the Magic Kingdom. 
perfect segue. I love Thank it. Thank you. I've worked really uh, hard on that one. Because sometimes you can get on a monorail or on a boat to a very nearby uh, resort. There is uh, three resorts right there. You can eat at any mm-hmm. one of them. The monorail, just boom, 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 or literally five take... by boat. What? Because you can five by oh, boat. Oh yeah, you you're right. Because you go Lodge and yep. uh, Fort Wilderness. Mm-hmm. Lots of dining at all the resorts around there. But there is one restaurant that rises above the rest. And that is at, that is at the Poly. That is Ohana. And it definitely is in one of my top three that I want to get to. I'm I'm jealous you've been there. I have not been able to make my way. I'm I am one of those people that when I'm in the park, it's I forget because it's hard for me to leave the park. But I, I know mm-hmm. once you start getting to all the places, you're an AP holder. You want to take that. You want to get out of yeah. the park a little for. And really, how long does it take you to get from the Magic Kingdom to Ohana? I mean, jump on a I boat mean, or jump on a monorail. It, yeah, monorail or boat, twenty to thirty minutes if you have bad timing. If you're coming from the back of the park, you know however long it takes you to walk from Space Mountain to the front of the park too. But once you get over to the rest uh, to the resort, if you ride by monorail, you get off literally like a hundred feet from the restaurant. Um, you arrive by boat, you have to walk across the poly grounds, which is not a bad thing. It is a really neat resort to see. You get to see if you know, say you're staying at Pop, um, you eat there, you get to see the poly, you get to take it in, you get to enjoy that ambiance that is the Polynesian village. And that's worth something, too. But Ohana has breakfast and dinner. Dinner is what I put at number one on my list. If I had to do an honorable mention, that's where breakfast would be. That's with Lilo and Stitch and Mickey and Pluto. Um, There was also a lot of things on that menu I could not eat, so that's why it's not in my top ten. But dinner, oh, dinner. It is, uh, let me just start from the beginning, Derek. You get a bread service that is just to die for. The butter just melts onto the bread. I, I just, I'm hung. My mouth is watering, Derek. So the bread's really good. My kids love bread. They will butter anything and eat it. And the McKnights are not a gluten-free family. We are not a gluten-free. If somebody became gluten-free at our household, I don't know what would happen exactly. We're not sure how we would address that. It, it would be. It'd probably be a lot of accommodation for that one, but we'd still be like, sorry, we're going to eat this in front of you type a lot. But, uh, yeah, the bread is really good. And then you get an appetizer platter with, like, well, you get a salad. um, And then there's an appetizer platter with, like, wings, like really sweet barbecue wings. I'm talking – I could just eat those and be happy. Pot stickers, once again, I could just eat those and be happy. Lo mein noodles and several other things. I mean, that's a whole meal in itself, the appetizer platter. But then the meat arrives. There's skewers of steak, turkey, and peel-and-eat shrimp. And if you want more, you just kind of wave your hand and more appears. Um, It's like the magic of Disney. I know. Meat will just arrive on your plate as long as you're sitting there and you want it. It's the type of place where you leave with the meat sweats if you want to. I, it is for the record really that that was the name of my fantasy football team. There you go. The meat sweats. The meat sweats. How did they do this year? Were they were they good or bad or? There, I'm you all, make I've the been, playoffs. I, I make the playoffs, but I usually I've lost the first round of the playoffs the last three years. So. So you're like the Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. All right, but in everything is good, and like this last time we went, we had a view of the Magic Kingdom. We actually saw. Um, some fireworks while eating dinner. And so, you know, we've been talking about how it's everything. It's the atmosphere, and there's more than just the food, right? There's no nothing that made our list just based off food, because if it was just based off food, we'd be talking California Grill, Victoria Alberts, Citrico's, Artist Palette, or Artist Point, sorry, those type of places. But we're not. We're talking about the experience. So all I did was ramble about food there and kind of have a, a love song to food but there's more there's coconut races for the kids um where they get a coconut and a broom and they race around uh there's hula lessons uh where the lady playing the ukulele and they get up there and she teaches them a dance and then they drag a parent up just heads up um 
let the other parent go so you can take the pictures of your spouse having to dance the hula. But my kids love it. Um, Wait, so, so who, did you do the hula or did Michelle? Oh, Michelle got dragged up there the first time. And so it's either going to be the hula or the coconut races. And we've had the hula a couple times and the coconut races a couple times. It's like every other hour, like it goes hula one hour, coconut races the next hour. If you're there for two things, that means you probably sat at your table too long. But you might be eating too much meat if that's a possibility. Is there such thing? I hear there is, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, so the atmosphere is really neat. The, it's cooked over an open fire, and that fire is in the middle of the restaurant. So if you want to go look at the grill that the skewers of meat are being cooked at, you can go see flames kissing the meat. You know how it's being cooked. You can watch it get prepared, which is really cool. The kids love looking at that for a few minutes. Um, and then to top it all off, you can go downstairs and get a Dole Whip. What else could you ask how, for? How do you have any room for a Dole Whip after all that meat? Well, to be honest, I've never done the Dole Whip afterwards because there's dessert. The best part of the whole meal it is a banana bread pudding that is a foster cream sauce you pour on top, ice cream. It is spectacular. The bread pudding is kind of in its own category of good. Um, you do not need a reservation at Ohana, though, to experience this bread pudding. A little pro tip, you can get it at the Tab- Tambu Lounge, which is next door, um, and just get your bread pudding and a beverage and enjoy it. Um, I think Michelle, on her last trip with her agency, with some coworkers, went and she got a bread pudding, and they served it with like three or four spoons and she was kind of like, why are all these spoons in here? This was for me. So I don't think she shared very well. So I'll apologize to her coworkers who only got like one bite. But she loves her some bread pudding. And when you're having like, you know, one of those days you're hot and tired, just need to go get something really sweet, that is the place to go. It even trumps Dole Whip, Derek. Wow. that that Well, that just moved up to my – that's not number one on my list, but it's definitely number two at the places I, I want to eat at. Uh, so hopefully in one of our upcoming trips, I'll be able to uh, go there. Yeah. I – I think I'm. I think I got it all out. I've been bottled Good. that up the whole time. And all day. you're just sitting. Are you just watching? Are you just sitting online looking at food and pictures? Just and the letting menu. pictures scroll on Google Images of 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 banana bread um, pudding. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm. So there you go. Well, that's there that's our, our top, top 10. ten. Here's what's interesting about our top ten that I love is that it is probably continue to change. You know, we can record mm-hmm. this episode in two years, and as our kids get older and uh, as our taste buds might change, you know, dining changes as well. And there's a lot of restaurants we didn't mention. We probably didn't mention your favorite, uh, and that's why we mm-hmm. like talking about this. So that's why even even when our trip comes up in June, we're going to be trying some new new uh, yep. restaurants that we've never done. And who knows, they might make it into the list as well. But that that's something that I do love about Disney is that there's literally something for everybody. You can do character meals uh, for, you know, the youngers. You can do La Cellier on date night and everything in between. If there's an if, ethnicity food, you can go. We didn't even mention there's Africa, there's France, there's Italian. Morocco. Every, yeah, yeah, there's 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 every ethnic food you can try. And it's a great place to try it um, because, like, so that food at Ohana, when you read the description, it sounds scary to some people. Don't be scared of it. It's wonderful. And you know what my picky daughters eat? Chicken nuggets and mac and cheese. They order a kid's plate. Now, Alden will be like face first into the wings and covered in sauce. But the girls, they'll get their mac and cheese and their chicken nuggets. And they'll be just fine. And then they'll they'll eat like a couple bites of the the meat and call it a day but uh it's yeah it's good for all ages that's another thing if you go to you go to the morocco restaurant your kids can't find anything on the meat there's always mac and cheese and chicken nuggets they will get it for you so be adventurous and if your favorite didn't make your our list let us know tell us what your favorite is um say you have something booked that didn't make the list don't worry there's so many dining options that if we made a list that was just called favorite dining options, 
it would be like a four hour show, something like that, somewhere in that neighborhood, right, Derek? Oh my gosh, it's it's terrible because I'm thinking of some in my head that we didn't even mention, and and, and we could go right. I'm like, hey, we didn't, but I don't want this show to keep lingering on with the the what ifs in life. Uh, Those are our top ten for now. Let's redo the show in a year or two, and it it actually will be interesting to hear how much it's changed. Absolutely. See if uh, Chef Mickey stays on the list for the number ten slot. It's kind of like the uh, the NFL. Where where's the team's gonna lie? Which ones are like the Patriots that are always gonna be up there? And I think yeah. Chef Mickey's is safe to stay on the list because, as you mentioned, it's something that you know everybody should do once type of place. Um, so I think it's safe to stay on the list. It's just gonna be right at the back edge the whole time for me. Well, the thing that we said at the beginning of the show is each one of these places we do think are repeatable you can go multiple times try something new and that's the that's another fun thing about disney is it just it almost never gets old there's always something new you can try a new place to venture out to you almost wish you had a third and fourth stomach when you're at the Mm -hmm. bar especially at epcot oh yeah it's almost too bad you can't eat three dinners when you're at epcot um there's ways to try to do that but you can't do these fancy restaurants Mm -hmm. and do that that's that's where the snack around the world comes in place. Which is something we'll be doing on our trip in June. Absolutely. Uh, so we'll be uh, yeah. doing some podcasting. You'll be hearing more about that. And uh, to mention, we are going to be reviewing Pandora, the world of Avatar, uh, the middle of June. So be staying up to date for that one. That's going to be a big show that we can't wait and are excited to do live from from uh i think from we're in pandora never not just pandora it's gonna be we're gonna be the extra magic hours midnight maybe who knows we're, 1 a.m 1 a.m so i may be talking like i might fall asleep while recording derek it's uh, concerning well it'll, no matter what we'll, we'll make sure it works and we're excited to do that uh and like i said thank you so much for listening to our show also be sure to subscribe to our podcast uh leave us a review we've been getting a lot more reviews lately on itunes we love seeing uh, those five-star reviews, absolutely. Uh, and if you want to leave a one-star review, just uh, ignore it for a minute, I guess. I, no one wants to. No one wants to do that anyway. No, People that like will us. make your computer crash. Don't do it. Yep. Uh, but no, thank you to everyone who has been reviewing our show and liking us on Facebook, following us on Twitter. We love interacting with you. We get questions all the time and we always answer them. So keep asking us those questions. And of course, if you are thinking about booking a trip and want to talk more about reservations, dining, then absolutely talk to the rope drop queen herself, Michelle McKnight. Uh, I think every trip I've ever booked, I will just spew, like, here's my top five. And she's like, and she'll just kind of rewrite them in order and, you know, pretty much helps us out along the way. If it wasn't for her, we would have missed that Be Our Guest window. So always thankful to have her as our vacation planner. And I think all she right. just does all the booking for you, period, Dan. Yeah, yeah, usually. I do some dining every now. I, I dabble. You dabble. I dabble. You're doing all of our dining booking. I love it. I just yeah. check it on our phone. I'm like, ooh, Doug's and it Doug's- changes daily i rebook something today so we'll see where we actually eat they don't really we can't really talk about it till we like are the, the zero still locked in yeah we're still we're still got a little bit of time to do it so uh excited but uh thank you again for listening to our top 10 dining at the walt disney world resort uh, and so definitely let us know what your number one is if you agree or disagree but for doug i'm derek this has been rope drop radio